0: everyone and welcome back to another episode of a blonde world podcast with me Vicky your host in today's episode we are basically just going to be discussing and having an honest chat about what to look for in a personal trainer why you should have an online coach slash personal trainer um so yeah I hope you enjoy this episode do give me a review if you like it do hit that follow button but we will get straight into it I've actually just had to lock my dog outside of the door, and I can hear her like playing with her ball. So, apologies if you can hear some background noises. That's just Millie playing with her ball outside. As I, uh, I had to play over it for a bit just to um, get her tired, so that I could actually do this. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I've actually made some notes on today's episode, mainly just because there's certain things that I actually want to bring up that I think are really important. In the last kind of a few episodes, we've been talking about how to build your confidence and what, how to build a workout plan but if you're one of these people that just thinks I just need someone else to do the work for me then looking for a personal trainer or an online coach is really helpful in that situation. There are thousands and thousands of qualified personal trainers. If you literally just scroll on Instagram and you search the hashtag fitness you will probably come across nine times out of 10, they will be qualified in personal training. It's super, super easy to become a personal trainer. And that is one reason why I'm doing this episode because it is so easy. So there's so many personal trainers out there, one for you to have to compare against and two, if I'm honest, there's a lot of bad personal trainers and people that are just in it thinking that they will get quick money and have a really high turnover. But that's kind of one thing that we'll go into a little bit more later. But yeah, the training process to be a personal trainer is super quick. It's like, I think my course was maybe six weeks, but that might be pushing it. Maybe it was like eight weeks. Um, And you do learn pretty much just the basics. And it does come down to who's teaching you on your course. I had a really, really good um, tutor on my personal training course. And he was a strength and conditioning coach. And he also taught strength and conditioning and he was teaching personal trainers for years and years. So he had a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge in the industry and he knew things that we needed to know and things that he was just kind of like, these things are nice to know, but will actually benefit you in the future. But if you have got someone who's just going to teach that person the very basics and it's all focused on sell 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 you're not going to become a very good personal training coach so if you are looking into becoming a personal trainer do have a look online at different courses and what they like what message they put out what things they cover and how in depth they go into and if there's any reviews on there or if you've been recommended by a friend or something definitely do look into that So I'll just start with why to have a personal trainer on online coach. So main thing is your training plan is personalized to the individual. It's personalized to your lifestyle, it's personalized to your goals, it's personalized to your stress levels, your family life, your work life. It's, well, it's meant to be anyway, you know. But yeah, it's meant to be personalized to you as an individual and your exact needs and if you have a personal trainer and they aren't doing that for you then do look elsewhere it should be very goal specific so whether that's you want to lose two pounds every three weeks over the course of 12 12 weeks. Your personal trainer should think, okay, cool. These are the movements and exercises and types of training styles that's going to benefit you. Let's put you on this plan. These are the exercises. Maybe you want to grow your glutes a little bit as well. So we're going to focus more on leg days and glute activation and that sort of thing. Okay, so it's very goal specific. One thing that I've always think, always think, always thought was really, really beneficial of having an online coach for myself as well is just being accountable. So that's in relation to your training and your food. It makes you go to the sessions if you've got that coach or personal trainer saying, when are you doing your sessions this week? When are you checking in? When am I expected to get like your form feedback videos and things like that? And especially in terms of food, your personal trainer. So how can I put this? So on the personal training course, you get a very basic level of nutrition. Um, so, no personal trainer, unless they've done further courses, further diplomas, further education. No personal trainer is a nutritionist. So if they are telling you that this is your meal plan, this is what I want you to eat, then maybe just ask them what qualifications they have and delve a little bit deeper into that because. I personally have never given anyone a meal plan. That's just not the way that I like to coach people. I don't think it I don't think it's the most beneficial unless you are, say, like a bodybuilder prepping for a show, then that's slightly different. But for the general population, no one necessarily needs a meal plan. You can do it just by counting malori- malories, <laughs> calories and macros. Um, but yeah, it does definitely make you accountable to know that someone going to be asking you have you been um good with your calories this week have you felt like you are lacking energy have you had any bad these are i have bunny fingers up by the way bad days um talk to me a little bit you know talk to me about your week and talk to me about your nutrition this week have you been out socializing etc etc And maybe when you go out socialising, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, oh, I don't really want to go all out tonight because I've got a training session in the morning, or I don't want to be hungover for my class in the morning or anything like that, okay? There's also a higher likelihood of you actually reaching your goals because of the previous things that I've mentioned, because of that accountability, because of that individual um, goal-specific personalised training plan. Like, they are things that have been set in place they are like the building blocks for you to reach your goal and it just means that you're going to be more consistent as well so that's going to um, help you to reach your training goals or physical goals or mental goals and it also just really helps with improving your knowledge now don't get me wrong there is a lot of personal trainers out there that have a crazy amount of knowledge and they are so, so clever and they can just retain so much information. And I take my hats off to them. But if you speak to a coach or a personal trainer and you ask them certain questions that, you know, you may have seen on Instagram people talking about and you just want to get a bit of clarification, if they don't know about it or they kind of bullshit their way through it, Maybe, again, think of going with someone else. I'm not saying that you need the cleverest or most knowledgeable personal trainer, but they need to have some knowledge around what's going to benefit you and getting you to your goals. It also just reduces the risk of injury. Obviously, if you're with a personal trainer in the gym three times a week or twice a week or whatever, and they're watching your form, they're making sure that, well, hopefully they're making sure that you are doing it properly and in an effective way you're not just kind of lifting the weight up and down in a deadlift because oh my god the amount of personal trainers that I see with their clients and their client is say doing a, a deadlift these are the two exercises I always see a deadlift and a bent over row They are the two exercises that I always see clients doing with their personal trainers and they're always doing it like dangerously and it actually kills me a little bit inside because I just think you're paying that person to stand next to you to tell you exactly what to do and how to do it and they're not doing that and that only means that you're just going to get injured and in the long term if you get injured then you're going to stop training with that personal trainer and if you injure yourself or it's just it just looks bad i just think it looks really really bad like i said they're there to help you and to improve your technique your form and that's also one reason why having a personal trainer is so beneficial because it does improve your technique and your form but if they aren't doing that or if you feel you know you're getting a bit of a bad back when you're doing something just ask them am i am i doing this right because it's actually hurt me a little bit my back because things like deadlifts, you are going to naturally feel a little bit in your lower back. But if you're doing it wrong, then you know, that's just a whole nother story. And last but not least, I think the benefits of having a personal trainer or online coach is the fact that you are a little bit more serious about your goals. Like you're in, it's an investment. It's not just something that the everyday person is going to have. It is a luxury thing to invest in. But you are investing in yourself and you're investing in your future self. So I think whenever someone signs up with personal training, it just shows that they are serious about their goals and they know that, you know, it's going to be a process to get there. It's not going to be a quick fix overnight or in four weeks or sort of thing like you're signing up for at least three, three months, say 12 weeks um, in most gyms, especially. But every, everyone's different. Every online coach is different. But I do think that when you sign up to that online coach or personal trainer, it does just show your commitment a little bit more. And that's definitely one thing that I noticed when I started as a personal trainer in the gym. I, th- I think when someone actually signed up, up for personal training, they really had a specific goal and I loved that. I love that they had something to work towards and that's just that just gives me amazing feelings. So things to look for now in your coach. So we kind of talked about why having a coach is beneficial slash not beneficial in some cases. Um, But now I'm going to look, now I'm going to speak about what to actually look for if you are interested in online coaching or personal training face to face. Now, like I've mentioned, there are some really, really good personal trainers out there and there are some really, really bad personal trainers out there. And it is just trying to identify each one. And it, ca- it can be difficult, um, especially if you don't really know what you're looking for. And that is why I kind of wanted to do this episode and, and kind of give that knowledge to you guys for you um, to go away and think about it a little bit more. So consider their specialities if you are, say, pre or postnatal, make sure that that personal trainer or coach has the pre or postnatal qualification. There's been so many times when um, postnatal clients have come up to me and said kind of, I want to train with you and um, I'm three, three months postpartum, please, can you help me? And if I'm being honest, I've always said no, because I don't feel comfortable training someone that I am not qualified in so do make sure that their specialities match with what you your needs are so if you're training for a marathon or you want to enter a powerlifting competition then just consider what they're actually specializing in if they specialize in strength and conditioning then amazing you've got your powerlifting coach If they specialize in endurance and running specific, then cool, you've got your marathon runner. Now every coach will be able to kind of um, broadly help you if you say they are your goals, but if they are a bit more specific, like pre and postnatal, do make sure that the trainer or coach has that qualification. It's so important as it's just gonna end up dangerous otherwise and you'll end up either injured or having other health concerns. Have a little look at their current client base as well and if you kind of fall into their similar category as their current client base, look at the results that their clients are getting and if that's something that you also are striving for, then perfect, you've got your match sort of thing. Also just have a look on their social media pages. What are they promoting on their pages? Like how do they portray themselves? If they're very sousy and they're kind of not forcing it on you but they're selling a dream and if i'm completely honest personal training sales technique is pretty much just selling a dream but there's a different way of going about it there's very pushy people that will almost force you into signing a contract for three months or there's people that you know this is how i can help you this is what i stand for this is what i believe um, and this is how we can work together but if someone's just saying that this is what I've done in the past and this will work for you, it's this much, sign here, done. Just, you know, I mean, everyone gets kind of a, um, a first impression from everyone anyway. So if you naturally just get on with someone and you get a good vibe, then I think you'll be fine. But do just take into consideration what they portray themselves as on social media. If they're promoting, you know, weight loss pills and meal replacement shakes maybe that's not really the way you want to go down or maybe it is you know you just got to find if it aligns with you as an individual speaking of alignment make sure that your values align as well so if your values are you know healthy balanced lifestyle and theirs is lose 10 pounds in four weeks Maybe your values and your beliefs are slightly different, and that's completely fine. Like there's no point in investing in personal training with someone that you're not gonna get on with or you don't agree with or you don't you're not on the same page, shall we say. Also have a little look at their client retention. This is a massive, massive one. So when I first started in the gym as a personal trainer, I kind of it took me a long time to get to that sales technique because I didn't feel that I should push sales on anyone if they wanted personal training and they were serious about their goals then they would sign up I don't feel like you have to sell it to a certain extent but there would be some personal trainers that would really really sell it and you would see that their client retention every three months or so would completely change so they'd be say on 20 clients one month And then for the next three months, they'd have them 20 clients, but after those three months, they'd have half of them or even less. So I think that just kind of shows that either they're not living up to the client's standards, they aren't getting them to where they actually want to be, and they must have just sold them the three month contract rather than them actually taking time to think about what they actually want and their goals. Uh, So I think looking at the client retention is really important and it's actually funny that I say that because now the gym that I go to just as a as a member every time I go there no matter what time of the day or what day of the week it is there's always one tennis coach that is always there always and he's always with either like kids coaching or individuals or groups like he's always working and I think that goes that says a lot and i think when you're looking for a personal trainer that's also what you should look for no matter what time you go into the gym you should see some personal trainers consistently and that just shows that they're busy people are have faith in them they're getting people reaching to their goals things like that so if you are a member of a gym and you've been there for like a month or so and you're thinking about personal training just for the next month or 6 weeks just kind of like look at Which personal trainers are there and who they're training with and is that consistent? Are they with the same clients over the same four weeks or do they chop and change consistently? And also when you're doing this, just have a little look at their training style. So some personal trainers will stick within their limits. They will do exactly what they want to do. And other trainers will do things that will look good on the outside, if that makes sense. So, doing crazy circuits, taking up a, a big space in the gym, causes a lot of attention, and it's got its pros and cons. You know, like people will walk past and think, "Oh, like that looks really fun. That looks really cool," um, and it will draw attention to the personal trainer. Whereas, obviously, those personal trainers that sit with their clients on, like, the leg press machine um, and don't do crazy, you know, crazy workouts that everyone can see, just, you know, just pay attention to what they're doing, how they're doing it and what it is that you want to do if you just want a fun fun session once a week just to kind of push you out of your comfort zone and get your heart rate elevated then yeah the crazy circuit guy might be perfect for you but you also might just think you know what i actually just want to build strength i want to focus on my technique then that that girl that's focusing with her client on deadlifts for the last four weeks might be the one for you instead so it is just about observing the personal trainers in your gym And this can also relate to online coaches. So when you contact an online coach, they should hopefully send you like an information pack. They might book a consultation call with you and actually just speak about the way that they train. But they also might ask you, especially online coaches as myself, I ask clients or potential clients how they currently like to train because there's no point in me building a training program for them to really not enjoy it. So you really have to think about, as the coach anyway, what the the client enjoys and how you can mix that in with certain exercises and training styles to help them reach their goals. It's a lot more in-depth than people realise, I feel like, online coaching. But anyway, so yeah, check their training style and, you know, go up and have a chat with them. See if they're passionate about what they're doing. See if they, you know, they thrive off getting people's getting people to reach their goals because that is something that should come across really easily as that is their job (laughs) at the end of the day that's their job they should be confident talking to you about things they should empathize with certain lifestyle goals that you want to keep they need to be able to relate to you and just show you a bit of emotion I think sometimes because I think that there's this stigma that personal trainers are these big bulky men that go to the gym 6 7 days a week and eat loads of chicken and rice and broccoli and things like that but there is such a broad amount of personal trainers now so don't just go to a personal trainer based on their looks obviously that may be a factor but just go and have a chat with a few see what they're about see what their journey is why they've become a personal trainer is a massive question that you should be asking Um, And I don't think that you should feel embarrassed or cheeky for asking them questions, because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you get the right fit. And if you don't get the right fit, then it's just a waste of money. So do go and have chats with them. Or if you see them in the cafe downstairs or whatever, then, you know, just have a quick chat with them about the potential to start training. A lot of personal trainers do actually offer usually a free taster session. It might just be like half an hour, 45 minutes, but it gives you the opportunity to have a proper chat with them and kind of see what their training style is about. And if they listen to you and what you want rather than just doing a generic thing with everyone, okay? And uh, the last thing I've actually written down is sales and focus so if they're focusing just on sales that will definitely come across like I've said like you will know they won't be talking much about you they will be doing a lot of the talking whereas if you're not asking questions they should want to be finding out about you your lifestyle your needs your wants your goals all that jazz and rather than just focusing on this is how much it costs this is the equivalent to two coffees a week or anything like that like people might might bring that up anyway because if they're especially if they're new they've usually been given that kind of script I know I was given that script and I didn't really like that script but um it's something that head coaches or lead coaches give to people to just give them a bit of guidance really with with price and make it sound a little bit more achievable for some people but yeah definitely do think about um if they're coming across very or if they are just kind of having a a casual chat, which is what it should be, really. But anyway, that's enough rambling for now. It's quite a long episode compared to the last two, so if you are still here listening, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are interested in online coaching and you think me and you would be a good match, do check out my Instagram, coached by underscore V and just give me a DM with the word change. Or you can click the bio in the bio, the link in my bio, which will take you to an online inquiry form, which you can fill out and I'll get a notification and then we can speak further. So yeah, I hope you all have a lovely day and I will see you in the next episode.